Hello, and welcome to another episode of the GNA Podcast. Oh my god, you're so excited, right? I don't think... Yeah! Super excited. I don't think you are, but you are! Uh, <laughs> I'm super excited. Uh, tonight it is myself, joined by your other co-host, Mog, who is always here, because Hello. he has a life, but has no life. I'm not sure how that works. I think he's in some sort of time paradox where he gets two days per day, but... I think I'm just locked in the magic. He's got a time turner. <laughs> but for uh, for Mogs every day, we also have two real games joining us for a special episode. Yay! We got a guest. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, everybody. What's up? All right. So go ahead and introduce you guys. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Kate. I am one quarter of two real games. <laughs> And I'm Paul. I am another quarter of two. Rare okay, games. keep it at that. Uh, keep it at that. We'll we'll get there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So the the very first thing we do on the GNA podcast uh, for you guys, uh-huh. two real games, is we go over uh, what we've been drinking for the past hour and a half. Um, I have been drinking some Evan William Evan Evan Evan, Evan Williams. A little too much, apparently. Yeah. Evan Williams, 1783. <laughs> and then I got this thing, which I'll put in the... It is the best damn nice. cherry cola you've ever had. Is it had the that. best That's damn delicious. cherry cola you've it ever had? It is the best damn cherry cola I've ever had. I can't I can't <laughs> agree with that. Are they paying you people or it what? It sounds like it's appropriately <laughs> But it's got alcohol in it, so I can't... I mean, it's cherry cola with booze in it. I, I right. mean, you can't... I, I was I was looking for the not your father's uh, vanilla cream soda thing that you had the other night. I couldn't. F- You're welcome. It's, oh, I, I still have the, a few. They're delicious. I couldn't find it. Yeah, I saw that at the Target. I couldn't find it. I was looking for it and I couldn't find it. Uh, I picked it up at Walmart. If that uh, Walmart doesn't sell booze here, sadly. Target this has it for us. Brought to you by Walmart. All right, so Mog, what do you got? What have you been drinking for the past half hour? Uh. I am still drinking that Laphroaig that we bought down in... Uh, Jesus Austin. Christ. I love Laphroaig. That is a smoky, smoky scotch. Yeah. It tastes like a burning it's swamp. No, he, it's the best. Yeah. <laughs> he he made me try it while we were down there. It is damn smoky. Yeah. It's it's super ever, smoky. Oh, if you're into the peat, it's awesome. I've got their Islay. It's, uh, it's pretty darn Did good. Did you ever open that cigar, yeah. by the way? Uh, so I left it in the uh, <laughs> RTX bag. <laughs> that they gave us, and I left that in Herndon's uh-huh. car. So it is in Dallas, and I am on the other side of the Midwex. <laughs> and I'm still, I'm, I'm still, ups- I'm still yeah. upset about Toad's bottle of vodka that he left. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot what type that was. It was like American Revolution or Indeed something. Indeed, it like was. That. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Kate, Paul, what have you guys been drinking tonight? I am going, I went old school to my old bar drink of gin and tonic, um, and that it was inspired because somebody recently recommended to me a gin called The Botanist, which is amazing, and we picked it up at Specs, and the lady at Specs told us that the owner of Specs was obsessed with this gin, and it would always be in stock, so uh, I highly recommend it. You could drink it straight, and I don't say that about a lot of gins. That's that impressive. is impressive. Mm-hmm. The, last time, the yeah. last time I had gin was the new Amsterdam kind, and it wasn't great. No, it's all right, but I'm usually I'm a pretty solidly in the Tonkeray camp, um, and this was way better. Wow. Yeah, I think I have uh, the blue one, Bombay? Uh, Bombay Sapphire. Yeah. 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 That's a pretty bottle. 
Looks like it's got a bunch of script on there. Yeah, it, it, I'm not even sure what exactly it says on it, but uh, it does. It's got like words printed into the glass. It's really a nice looking bottle. Yeah, their whole thing is that the all of the the herbs and stuff that they use for it is they actually literally go out and forage them as opposed to grow them in crops. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so it's a foraged gin. And so everything on the bottle is like an old like apothecary jar. That's awesome. It's pretty That's cool. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And it's not crazy expensive either, so I definitely recommend it. It's not cheap, but it's not like out of control either. There you go. You have it here call. first. Yeah, uh, I'm drinking uh, a drink of my own concoction uh, that I call the Tatooine Sunset, and it is <laughs> a mix of orange juice and coconut rum and black cherry Kool Aid. It's not sugary at all. <laughs> you and I, I think, would get along because whenever I mix drinks, it's right up yeah. that alley. Yeah. it's Well, coconut rum goes pretty much good with anything. You could pour it over a pile of shit and it would be good. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's sweet and fruity and delicious and it's made with Kool-Aid, which makes people cock an eyebrow. So, <laughs> See, I, I, th- I think I, I fit into that camp, but I also go the more uh, white Russian route where I like the creamy and nice. sweet rather than the fruity and sweet. I, uh, I, I only drink white Russians when I'm bowling. <laughs> well, to each his own. Uh, yeah, I need to go bowling more often. I do, I've learned the hard way not to mix uh, milk with my alcohol. I, I just That's a punishment I do not need to inflict on myself. Yeah, I think Kalu is as far as I'll go with that. Love a good white Russian, though. It's good stuff couple mudslides yeah i think i've had a few uh, milk-based drinks on the show before actually uh, thinking back you must have a strong stomach yeah i do but <laughs> i could do one one milk-based <laughs> drink but if i'm gonna get drunk it better not be it with well, most of the time i'm milk. just doing shots so it do- <laughs> really doesn't matter either way it's if i feel like i want to mix a drink then i mix a drink um fair i don't know what, what do we want to make the topic tonight mog mm. I have no Fuck. idea. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll go with this. Um, I think I've asked uh, this before, but we'll do it again because two rules joining us. And I don't know if I got your answer before, Mug. All right. So going back to when you were a five or six year old, uh, you were playing with your NES or your SNES or your uh, Atari or whatever you were playing with at, at that time. Uh-huh. Uh, whatever you were playing with a kid, what was the game that you remember playing the most as a kid? And uh, it'll be both of you guys go first. And, Paul, I'll let you have the mic first. Um, First game that I played the most. Mm-hmm. Combat. Combat for the Atari? For the Atari. It came with my Atari 2600. It's fucking tank combat going on. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. Like, it was so... I mean, like by today's standards, it was, <laughs> there was you know uh, vector graphics and green and black and yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like you know, I mean, it, that's a tank, but it's just a square moving towards another square, <laughs> shooting dots at it. Um, but like, it was the first time that like a game caught you. Well, it was one of the first games I ever played, but it was also like one of the first times where it was like, this is a whole other world, you know, that I'm I'm playing around in and. Uh, my brother and I would fight, and there was like 128 <laughs> different freaking game modes that we could choose between. Uh, and and it was like, I, I don't know if it sounds cheesy and poetic, but it was like, this is the first time that we realized that video games could be limitless in their 
you know, it was like, there's 128 different ways we can fight in this one video game. This is insane. <laughs> you know? a, in the hexadecimal, there's 128 ways. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, no, Combat exactly. 2 came out. It's 256 now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now I get you. But, yeah. I get you. Yeah. That's... Yeah. It, it was a, you know, it's a classic. It's one of the firsts. And, uh, and, and that was kind of the beginning of the end for <laughs> well, everyone's got to start somewhere, and Atari is not a bad place to start, honestly. Uh, Kate, yeah. uh, where'd you start on it? Um, I also had an Atari. Uh, I had a brother who's five years older than I was, so when I was five, I had to fight for my video game time because we only had one TV and one computer, so we would kind of swap out. Um, when I was on the TV, uh, I had the Atari. My the first game I remember playing on the Atari, I think, was Burger Time. Ooh. I remember, like, parts of a burger falling from the sky and you had to catch them. It was really weird. Uh, and, like, make stack it up so they made a complete burger with bun on the top and the bottom. Uh, and then, like, there were certain things you didn't want to catch. It was pretty uh, basic, but I remember being pretty impressed with it at the time. Uh, and on the computer, it was back before Windows, so I remember having to type into DOS, and I don't... I can't even tell you the name of this game, but it was a game where there was like a haunted mansion and you had to run around uh, taking pictures of robots and the only like the robots would try to kill you and you deactivated them by taking their picture and it saved the picture that you took of them. And I thought that was pretty high tech compared to the Atari. It's called Instagram now. (laughs) Was there a guy with giant scissors? Maybe there was definitely one other dude, like an evil dude. And there was, Classical music playing in the background the whole time. I have no idea what it was called, but I remember it vividly, playing the game, how it looked, the music. Um, If I hear the music, and again, I can't remember the name of the song, but when I hear it, I immediately am like, robots. I feel like you'd get along (laughs) with Tinks. Yeah. Um, Mog, what what was the name of that game? With the the Scissor Man. With the giant scissors. Uh, No. Scissor Hands? I forget the name of it, though. <laughs> yeah, that's totally it. It's, it was Mega Apparently, Man. this game was called Midnight oh, Rescue. No, that wasn't Tinks' game. But that's it, what I was thinking. It sounds fun, honestly. It was a great game wait, for wait, like, wait. kids. Midnight Rescue. That sounds like one of the old PC games that was like a yeah. learning game. Yeah, it, it is. It probably was. I mean, I was five. from age seven to ten, <laughs> according to... Holy shit. <laughs> I played that game, and the dude had, like, no face, but yeah, he had he was the just hat. And a hoodie pulled yes. up. Yes. <laughs> so you're talking about the genesis it was so of good. Uh, Slenderman. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Basically. And the best part is it's a learning game, but I feel like I learned yes. more having to figure out how to type the commands to start it into DOS than I did and actually like, in the game. <laughs> It had, like, the Mad Hatter dude in it. Yeah, he was the evil guy, right? That was trying yeah. to, like, stop you or control the robots or something like that. Yeah, because why not? I'm glad I wasn't the only one. I feel like I was the only person on the planet that nope. remembered this game. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about <laughs> that game. Thank you. We're here yes. to make friends and incite nostalgia. But uh, go for it, Mog. <laughs> what was your very first uh, gaming experience that got you hooked? I can't. I can't pick one. But if if I had to, um, I don't want to use Mario no. Brothers because that's, that's that's too cliche, right? Uh, there's, I really hate putting it to one, but there was a there was a skating and surfing game called TNC Surf Designs. I don't know if y'all remember that. That game was stupid mm-hmm. hard. Uh, and then there was also World Cup soccer and a beach volleyball game that was combined, and you could like overpower your. <laughs> I think shots. I might. I, I think I might remember most of that it, one actually. Yeah, most of it was. 
the single player games didn't really stick me. It was the co-op games that stuck me. Um, just because sitting there and experiencing that with another person was something I wasn't ready for as a kid. That's um, pretty impressive. Yeah, and then you love that co-op. Yeah, co-op's anytime awesome. I like think about the Super Nintendo, Rival Turf always comes up in my memory. Mm-hmm. I doubt no, anybody I remember remembers that one. that one, to be honest. I did not play that one. That it was solid. one of those side-scroller beat-em-up games, kind of like Double I Dragon, a, but I had a Sega Genesis great. instead of the Super <laughs> Nintendo. Yep, really? I had to have one or the other. We definitely I had to have one or the other, and it was definitely Sega Genesis. Um. <laughs> Yeah, when when I was growing up, it was all Nintendo. Oh. Yeah. Oh, rival. Yeah. 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 Look, look at that cover art. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's so eighties. Four out of ten from IGN. So that that tells. All right. Me. So. <laughs> yeah, that tells me IGN doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, clearly. All right. So for for my game personally, and I've said this multiple times over the course of the many podcasts that I have guested on is uh, I always go back to Mega Man 2. Mega Man 2 yes. was like the first game yeah. I remember, and it was like, I got to beat this. This is a, I got to get to yeah. the end of this. Because you'd go through all the stages. You'd start with Metal Man, because you'd get to your little cogs that could shoot in any direction. And then you'd go to Air Man, and then Wood Man, and then you'd end with Fire Man, because the stage was a bitch. And then... You would just go on, you'd beat the dragon, and you'd beat the little eyes on the walls, and then you go out and beat Dr. Wily, and it's just like, mm-hmm. it's just so awesome, the, the amount of skill you got to put into like figuring out which boss kills which boss, and which boss kills the end boss, and stuff like that, and like that was the most depth I had put into a game that was that early on in my timeline of actually playing video games. Mm-hmm. I just remember putting so much time into Mega Man 2 and in fact like right now I have it on my 3DS and I am I'm on the last ba- last bass yeah last boss of Mega Man 2 or, I mean and Mega Man 1 and I'm about to head on to Mega Man 2 so I'm kind of excited to actually get back to my alma mater on my 3DS nice it's kind of nice to be able to like go back and either emulate or on the 3ds be able to play some of these games that was like it's so nostalgic for you and it's you didn't ever really think you'd get a chance it's almost nicer to be able to play the game that came before and after the game that i remember the most yeah yeah i'm super looking forward to the uh the new um i say new but the the mini the nintendo yes Yes, that's that's gonna happen in the (laughs) yeah that is we're so all over that we're gonna put that stuff on our channel like it's not just you know it's not just nostalgia it's like i want to get back into those games and show these kids what a video game used to be you know (laughs) get off my lawn all right um all right we've we've covered uh this the question i want to cover mog you want to get into your questions with two real your question i have questions you do have questions. questions. You do, indeed. <laughs> I've just been informed I have questions. I'll ask the first if you want, because it's my favorite. <laughs> oh, the no, lightning the round questions? Question. You know, because it's my favorite. We've well, gone over this. The suspense is building. That's, that's part of the... <laughs> okay. Do you want right, to... Go I'll ahead ask and ask the first you. question. All right. Uh, you love so, it. two real games. Who the fuck are you? What up? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> that's very... What are uh, what are you doing in my house? No, um, so we are a uh, a YouTube channel. Uh, we we do let's play style uh, games. Our series, our main series, is called Games Please, 
we use, we've been doing a lot of stuff in uh, GTA, but we're trying to branch out. Uh, we just posted recently our first Overwatch video, uh, and we're doing a series on Seven Days to Die because zombies. Probably one of our uh, most popular things that we do is um, we actually have a online book club yeah. where the four of us get together, read the same book, and we log into GTA, get to the highest wanted level we can hit, and we try to maintain a ridiculously high wanted level while having a rational, calm discussion about whatever book we just read. Um, and we range from like nerd books and biographies uh, all the way to if we haven't had anything recently come out that's striking us in the nerd field, we'll go straight to um, classics, things that are on the... Uh, School, high school uh, must-read list, and we'll try and discuss classics. Um, we did To Kill a Mockingbird while blowing up the cops of uh, Los Santos. I dressed up as Atticus Finch and laid waste to police car after police car with a minigun, just like he did <laughs> in the book. It's highly fitting, intellectual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was very... Uh, All right, before we get brown. too far, I want to sidebar. Um, I didn't link this in any of the notes that I gave you, but uh, talking about books, uh, apparently... There is going to be a Dark Tower movie coming out soon with uh, yeah. Idris Elba as oh, Roland and yeah. uh, Matthew McConaughey as the Man in Black. What do you guys think of that? Super excited. I think that's great. I think it's amazing. I could not be more happy with the casting for um, with Idris uh, Elba. I, I, yeah. I think that is I felt like kind of uh, the Matthew McConaughey was so perfect. I just couldn't get over that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they nailed it on the casting. Um, I mean, there are some people, some detractors who would bring up that Idris Elba is not white, but I think that that doesn't matter for the character of Roland. Uh, it was never no, made no. a point the, the, in the book. The only reason and, it was uh, a point was the, the dude that did the artwork on the seventh book made him white. Yeah. And I feel like that was more of an artistic choice yeah. than Stephen King's actual choice. Yeah. So. Yeah, and Stephen King doesn't give yeah. a shit. He's yeah. like, it was never expressly Alba's, said. Like, he's a great freaking actor, and he, he can bring that character to light. Um, I think it's great. I'm super excited. I can't wait. Um, I do like um, that it's not an interpretation of the books. It's picking up where the yeah. books left off. Yeah, it's going to be like the next run through. That's, that's so awesome. Yeah, because... It's it, and you know and it perfectly then fits in with the the mythos of the, the world um, and how the books ended, which I think is just insane and amazing all at once. And I'm super excited. I can't wait to see that story continue. Um, if somebody had asked, you know, what fantasy book do you think really needs a movie at this point that doesn't have one, that would have been Dark probably Tower my or top Talisman. Three. Yeah. So um, all right, yeah. uh, Mog, you want to get the second question done? I'm going to go to the restroom real quick. <clears throat> sure. And have I think fun. that's a drink for the GNA drinking uh, game. Oh, we, if you guys didn't catch the last couple episodes, now, and this is a this is a drink. We have a drinking game. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um, I guess we can say who, what, why are you guys here tonight? Well, uh, we met you guys at RTX. Yeah, RTX um, 2016. 2016. Along with NerdFu and Mulehorn Gaming. It was, uh, it was good, actually. Friends of Friends got us introduced to Mulehorn, who got us introduced to GNA, and, uh, you know, we just hit it off, had some food, had some podcasts there, and, uh, you know, it's one of the things I like most about being in the YouTube community, in the podcasting community, is the actual community itself. The people that you meet through that are super solid. Um, some of the most, you know, it's great because you meet a lot of people who are really into gaming and yet also grown-ups which is where I'm at in my life. Yeah. So it's a nice uh, group to kind of have fallen in with. So that's where we kind of came sure. in with you guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and and I had met uh, Mulehorn kind of through my friend Josh, who's with the Nash Brothers, mm. uh, who I worked with. So yeah, it's kind of funny how things worked out, and and uh, our ten degrees of separation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here we are. I, I've noticed it's kind of a small world because people will say that they know this person and that they're friends with this person in real life. It's kind of surprising. Yeah, we've we've interacted with some other YouTube channels, and um, uh, you know they're a younger crowd, and so I don't know. It seemed like they had more of a. Uh, I'm not going to name any names, but uh, it was more of a competitive attitude. It was yeah, like if like, somebody's going to succeed, it's going to be us, and we yeah. can't you know get along with any other groups. So when we found a group that was like, hey, hey we're here to support each other, yeah, and, let's, you know, let's you know cross market for everybody, and and for sure. yeah, we'll send you retweets and and so on and so forth, and we'll share audiences and stuff. We thought that was great, and it's like, this is the sort of group of people that we want to interact with professionally. Yeah. And also yeah. that we just started to realize that they are also the kind of people we want to be friends with, so. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the we're people all here to play games anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get drunk and play games on a Friday anyway, so we might as well do it with cool people like you. That's right. Um, yeah, no, that was a ton of fun at RTX, and I was super happy to meet y'all, and if we can do it again, even better. Are you guys likely you guys are... to be at uh, PAX, uh, PAX South? South n- there's there's a, really a chance, but uh, I think RTX chance. 2017, I think there's like 17 people out of DPS that are planning on going. So Nice. nice. Well, yeah, we will so definitely be at PAX South. It's close to us, but we are staying downtown, so we'll be around for all the craziness. Where exactly in Houston is PAX South? No, it's San Antonio. San Antonio. Oh, it's San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Why did I think it was Houston? I don't know. It's been because in San Antonio every year. It's uh, at the convention center downtown on the Riverwalk. Easy. <laughs> easy. 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 <laughs> it's probably it's because four- when uh, when it comes around, the traffic in San Antonio suddenly feels like Houston. So yeah. maybe that's, that's what it is. <laughs> Everyone I would even say too real. I mean, we live uptown and we are literally getting a hotel room so we now, can avoid the traffic. Yeah. I, I was oh, driving through okay. Dallas yeah. on my way back because I live in Little Rock in arkansas and i was on my way back i drove through dallas got to little rock and i was like wow my my city is shit it's garbage it's it's like it's like a little toy city (laughs) (laughs) well you (laughs) it's made from legos and broken dreams you came you came up 35 west though right so you actually drove through fort worth to get to dallas so you experienced Mm -hmm. the entire metroplex essentially which is a monstrosity and then i drove through little rock and i was like this is why is this even a city there's like there's nothing here yeah <laughs> i've never been to little rock but i'm gonna assume it doesn't take like three hours like it does to drive from one no, end it takes of the metroplex minutes, to the other but <laughs> um yeah it's it's not great what yeah. what question would we just answer to by the way <clears throat> well i was i was gonna lead into the next one we kind of touched on it a second ago but uh one thing that I've appreciated about y'all, and you mentioned this when we podcasted with Mulehorn down in RTX, when did you start gaming? What were the main games? Now, you don't have to answer like your first memorable game. What, what got you, you into this lifestyle, basically? Right. So, uh, for me, it was tabletop role-playing was kind of Ooh, the, we got, the we beginning. We got an episode of that coming up, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um which, you know, my story there is actually kind of rare uh, for a lot of the people that uh, I know that, that play tabletop gaming. Because I started when I was eight and I was introduced by my parents. Like, they were gamers 
already and they were like hey you're eight years old you you can form a sentence um <laughs> so do you want to come play D D with us and our friends and um and i think that being invited into that sort of environment by your parents at a very early age is what just kind of opened me up uh in general to uh just the idea of gaming whether it's tabletop or video games uh, or you know, LARPs or it sounds whatever. a lot like cruel, but with a little bit less cursing and a little bit less Asian stereotypes. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, honestly, like the biggest the the biggest moment of nostalgia that I had recently was watching Stranger Things because those kids in that basement—that was my brother and myself and our friends. Like That's literally awesome. that year. Um, <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, Stranger Things like played my my nostalgia like a harp, uh, and um, yeah, so that was me. Like, if the, the, that probably answers your question right there. I probably <laughs> no, could make no. it shorter just by going. No, well, you no, know, Stranger it was Things. Yeah, we're not. I was we're not trying to make anything ride. shorter. Yeah. Here. Thank you. <laughs> we want to make it. You know, <laughs> we got to draw yeah, this stuff out and drink more drinks. We can. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have do we have a drink for innuendos? Uh, in, I think yeah, I think I brought innuendos that up. is a drink. So. Yeah, <laughs> so that gets innuendos. Innuendos. All right. <laughs> I drink. Hold on, I gotta drink again. I had a thought. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be drinking for a while. All right, Kate, a while. where did you start out at? Where what got you into? Ge- um, I started I started fairly young with the the games. Like my brother got me into playing on the computer when we were super small and carrying around our huge box of like actual floppy disks. Um. But when I got older, I kind of fell away from it. It was my older brother's nerdy hobby, and so I had to steer completely well, the opposite yeah, you're direction female. if you at can't all do possible. That shit. Um, right, and it was especially bad, like in the late '80s, early '90s. It was like girls can't play video games unless there's no boys in the house who want to. You know, <laughs> you know, yeah. it was like it was kind of discouraged. So I fell away from it again, um, and I didn't get back into gaming until I graduated high school. At which point, um, I didn't have a good high school experience. I was like getting the hell out of that place. Um, I actually left the last year of high school and did this like weird self-directed high school where you had no classes just so I could nice. stop putting up with people. I wish I had done that. <laughs> um, I live in Arkansas, Yeah, it though. was terrible. We don't get that choice. It, it was the best call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was yeah. in Canada, so it was really yeah. like liberal and progressive. But uh, yeah, so I didn't, I graduated high school. I was like, I don't want to see any of these people ever again. <laughs> At which point I realized I have no friends. <laughs> and, and my older brother was like, well, you know, I play D&D. You can come to that if you want. Uh, so I actually got back into gaming through tabletop. Um, and what they would do is on a Sunday afternoon, we'd play D&D all afternoon. And then at the end of the night, we'd round it up with um, usually a race game. I think at the time when we started, it was like Crash Bandicoot. Um, and we'd play race games for a couple hours at the end just to like wrap up the night. And the rule that they had was you couldn't leave for the night until you said, this is my last game, and then won that race. You had to do both those things. If you did one or the other, it didn't count. So you had to get good then, if you ever wanted to go home and go to bed. <laughs> that's, that's funny because I do that when I play multiplayer pretty and much then, every time I kill on. And then three guys were there <laughs> nice. for the next 20 years. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I was definitely the worst because I was the only one who'd grown up not playing these games, you know, twenty four hours a day. So I had to find my own sort of revenge. Uh, probably the best revenge I ever took was that the person whose house it was made the mistake of telling me that he had this horrible phobia of like when he came into a room and the door was open, he always thought somebody was hiding behind the door, like waiting to grab him. 
So we played games in his room, and he had a uh, three-foot-tall action figure Ooh. of Ash from The Living Dead. He's going to be president Evil someday. Dead. Evil Dead. Um, <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope so. I'd vote for him. <laughs> I would, too, if I could vote. Uh, and he said he, it was uh, motion sensor activated, and it talked. So before I left, after he'd made me play video games for three hours, I slid it behind the door. So that when he came up and shut the door, it would, <laughs> it would set it off. And so apparently he came upstairs, let us all out, locked the door, came upstairs, shut his bedroom door, at which point the action figure activated and said, all right, who wants some? <laughs> and he almost peed in his bedroom. So that was I the last time he gave me any would shit. give you shit for bringing up shutting the door and not giving me <laughs> shit about it. But because I, I am very tall and Loki likes to give me shit about being Hodor, but... Hold the door. <laughs> uh, is it too soon? No, we, it is too soon because that? I haven't seen that far. <laughs> I haven't either, actually. I know, I know yeah, that. But I, we still know. I, but I, I, I know the internet, the door, so it's, uh, that's all I know. I, don't, I know it has to do with Hodor. I don't know what happens to Hodor, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. That's about where I'm at, it so kept, we're good. Yeah, it kept coming up on my feed, yeah. so I'm like, I'm just going to watch this scene just to see what yeah. exactly happened. No, nope, so, not me. I'm leaving it for surprise. We actually just restarted a watch through of that because we'd fallen off the last couple of seasons of Game of yeah. Thrones. We don't have TV in our house. Yeah. We have Netflix and YouTube and every sort of internet yeah. TV, but no actual cable. So we had fallen off, and um, mm-hmm. I was like, I, I want to see what happened recently, but now, now it's been six years, yeah, I'd, so I'd we might as well just start over. Like halfway through scene four, and then I was like, I'm just going to rewatch it all, and then I was like, I'm going to get my wife to watch it all with me, yeah. and then. And then I got her to yeah, watch it with about me, where and now we she's were. stuck, and now I have to kind of keep up with her and slow about it. But um, <laughs> It seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> but, uh, Mog, I think uh, after this podcast, I need to talk to them about the new show. What do you think? Yeah. Ooh. Potentially, yeah. New show. The intrigue. All right, next. Intrigue. Next question! Cake. Yeah! Predominantly, what kind of games do you play enjoy seek out etc um go ahead uh i tend to go for uh pretty story-based games um i really really enjoy like journey for instance um i really enjoyed uh bioshock i even like bioshock infinite i know some people didn't like it because it was basically a movie that you were allowed to control some of um, and, but I, I liked it for the story. I really like things that have beautiful art, have a good uh, visual style, and have a great story. Um, that's what I'm in for. So um, I'll play basically anything. That's definitely where I lean. The only thing I lean away from is puzzle games. I can't puzzle game at all. That's fair. He's Paul's good at puzzle games. Yeah. I'm terrible. I'll watch them and like enjoy other people bashing their head against a wall, but I can't do it. I get mad too easily. When When you say puzzle games, to what extent? Are you talking like... Bejeweled, or are you talking like Tomb Raider? No, like n- neither, really. I guess I was thinking more like uh, The Witness. Ooh, yeah. No. Uh, what else Sorry. was of that stream? Uh, things that are like um, well, we've logic been, puzzles and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so we've been. Playing, oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been playing Limbo, and I'm making her play it because yeah, Limbo is the same way. I'm enjoying it because it has partly some story, and I like the art. Braid. Uh, Braid, I think, was one of those. Yeah, too. Braid is one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Where it's a lot of like, you got to move this here and then put this yes. here and then. Yes. So he he watches me play it until I like start being about to break the controller in half, and then I, he's like, yeah. "Have you tried doing this thing?" And I'm like, "It all makes I sense." I literally now. watch her grip on the <laughs> controller, and when she starts getting close to breaking the controller, then I'm like, "Hey, what if you did this?" 
And she's like, I hate you. <laughs> and then it works. So. And then it works. Because so, yeah. as soon as I say it, she's like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what I should have been doing this whole time. I do not have a logical, a progressive mind. I have a chaotic, creative mind at best. I like, uh, I like adventure games like Uncharted and Tomb Raider uh, and that sort of thing. And I like... Um, like I love Minecraft uh, and any I, I I just really enjoy like exploration games like I'm playing No Man's Sky right now while we're we're uh, we're doing this. You also right. really enjoyed Subnautica, which was like a water version yeah. of No Man's Sky. Yeah. Um, you like? I don't know. I like. You like? I like uh, exploring worlds. You like, uh, you whether like it's learning, for a purpose basically. or not. You like you like learning about the stuff <laughs> around you and what you can do more. I, I don't... No, I'm a right. nerd. I'm a nerd. I'm a, yeah. I'm a nerd, too. <laughs> I watch it for I'm five minutes, and I'm like, like next. You. I'm just, like, saying this. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I, I like learning. I like exploring and learning and uh, and doing creative stuff. Like, that's one of the re- main reasons I like Minecraft, because um, it speaks to my love of games as well as my love of Legos, you know? And because I get to build and explore and, you know, do crazy, like... <laughs> Redstone yeah, things and stuff get to, like that. Mm-hmm. So you get to make a game. I have a hard time with that because I'm like, what do I Pokemon do next? Is like whatever you want. Like no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I need some, some people direction. Look yeah, at, well, at a blank a lot of people, page and if you just give up. A lot of people that. say, "Oh, I'm you like, like learning," and then they, they take that as a negative. No, it's a. It's definitely a positive. You like learning about your outside surroundings. You like learning about new things, and the, right. you know that's. I definitely am on you with that page. I love learning about new stuff. Yeah, the the only reason I get defensive with it is because we're kind of in a culture that um, tries no. to shame. Learning. Uh, yeah, no. Intel- I love learning you know? about things. I Unfortunately, love learning about yeah. new science and this is our, we're going to Mars and this is our next Mars mission. I love learning about new things that are coming up. It's- yeah, <laughs> I got NASA on my Twitter. <laughs> And I think we both tend to lean towards like creative, not just, well, games especially, but all hobbies because we both work jobs that are fairly structured. Uh, he works for a major bank and I work for a government. Uh, so it's like structured. our day is very uh, by the books all day long, very yeah. structured. Everything has a policy and a procedure. And uh, so when we get home, it's like, okay, what can we do that's like, let's run around and blow things up or let's create yeah. something or let's, you know, way outside of what we've been doing for the last 10 hours. You're going to take standard operating procedure and blow it out the window. Yeah, just, just remove that no, word literally. standard and you're okay. <laughs> All right. There you go. Chaotic operating right, What's the next question? Uh, we kind of answered this. Uh, non-video game games. Tabletop. You guys said uh, yeah. tabletop. Tabletop we RPGs. do tabletop. We also um, play card games, board games. We're basically into games of any kind. When we have, we met at a LARP. We did meet at a live action nice. role playing game. I don't we have not talked about that on this cast yet. Yeah, we we met uh, dressed up like other people, and uh, acting like other people, pretending to be other people uh, who were totally not like us at all. So it was interesting getting to know each other in fake world and real world. Yeah. Um, LARP is one of those things that I was always like, every time somebody was like, oh, you LARP? I'm like, uh, do is I have okay? to admit to this out loud? <laughs> like, as my mother refers to it. Oh, you like learning. Smoke bomb. My mother always said, you're going to go run around Indeed. in the woods with the fairies Leave this me weekend? alone, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Don't judge me. So that actually brings up something that we're going to do a podcast on. Uh, I don't know if It'll it's going to be next week or the week after, but, um, Herndon and I have cosplayed, and that's kind of in the same alley as LARPing, yeah. but not not to that level. Uh, 
I'm not against it. I would be interested, but I don't think that there's much around this area. But uh, have you guys done cosplay? I'm actually just getting into cosplay. Um, I started LARPing years and years ago, and it kind of like, I feel like I did this all backwards. I went to Tabletop, which led me to LARPs, um, which has led me to cosplayers. Um, mm. I'm actually working on two different cosplays right now. One of them is Mercy from Overwatch, the her Valkyrie nice. skin. Um, so I'm hoping to have that ready for PAX. Um, I've never made armor before, so it's kind of a trial and error as we go along. Right. Um, right. And the other one is much easier for me is Elizabeth from Bioshock, since that's coming back out this year. Um, and that I have a lot of sewing machine experience, so I can easily work on a costume that doesn't involve any sort of armor whatsoever. Half the right. stuff you just raided your closet. Right. Yeah. I was like, oh, corsets yeah. and skirts. I have a closet full of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now so, I got to ask, what's what's the main difference between LARPing and cosplaying, would you say? So LARPing, um, LARPing is like, it's kind of exactly how it sounds it's it's tabletop gaming but done acted out acted out um, okay it's it's almost like you know uh i equate it and use skills that i learned from improv uh more than anything it's just st- more structured um which to be honest you know there's all sorts of different kinds of larps like the the larp that kate and i play together uh predominantly uh it's called dystopia rising and it's a zombie survival larp takes place over the course of a weekend uh and um you know it's got character sheets and skills and and build points and stuff like that but then there's other types of larp that are more like interactive theater than anything else they they don't really have character sheets uh so much and and there's not necessarily rules or conflict resolution uh in any standard way it's more of collective storytelling um hmm. But then uh, cosplay is, uh, you know... It, you're dressed it, up, but you're not necessarily taking on another right. persona, right? Yeah, right. yeah, you're not necessarily playing right. a role. You're, you're, it's more of a fan sort of celebration so, of, of a character or something yeah, like that. Yeah, see, his, his payday man. Cosplay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. oh, cool, nice, <laughs> yeah, payday. We're getting uh, Paul into his first cosplay right now, which yeah. he was super excited when uh, the last Star Wars movie came out because, as he said to me, as he turned to me joyously at the end of the movie and said, oh, my God, a character with a beard. By, by the <laughs> way, uh, future me, I'm drinking yeah, so. a summit, summit Summer Ale right now. Just nice. build it on myself. but um, Yeah, so uh, I... I Drinking problem. <laughs> yeah, so I'm working on an old man Skywalker cosplay. I'm super That's awesome. About. See, because back y- when I was a kid, I used to pretend that I was young Skywalker. And so you're going to disappear as soon as Darth Vader. Darth Vader Without attacks, worrying about the beard, just, right? It's just going to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just hoping Darth just Vader gonna, is a kid. Just going like to swing his lightsaber. He's just going to fall. Con, so he yeah, can just fall over. Yeah. If a small child came and attacked me dressed as, as Darth Vader, I would straight up fall down and pretend to be dead. All right. So I feel kind of bad for saying this, but my only real window to LARPing is from the movies. Uh, what was that one with? Well, uh, shoot. Well, you were Yes, thank you. You were also Peter talking Dinklage about how it involved you. character thank sheets you. and stuff, too. And I, I was thinking, like, okay, so it's yeah. like D&D, but you are the miniature yourself. Exactly right. that. Yeah. It's exactly that. Okay. That sounds um, actually a lot better than what... The movies portray. The movies are super unflattering, and basically they've taken the worst 1% of LARPers and made them all LARPers. Yeah. Um, those people totally do exist, you know, but like that's, it's only funny if that's everybody, you know, so 
Um, they've kind of taken it to an extreme, but it, that's how it got sold to me when I first started playing D and D. Somebody was like, you know, you can dress up like an elf and just like run around and actually do these things instead of just saying you're doing them. And I was oh. like, that is the best thing I've ever heard. Let's yeah. go make dresses. Awesome. <laughs> so is there is there yeah, like a DM the, uh, like, or is uh, there like a, a like a group of people that kind yes. of dictate what's going on? So it depends on the size of the game. Um, the game that we play has ser- several different layers. There is what they call storytellers, which is like a group of DMs. Um, there's one in charge, and he has a team of storytellers that kind of control the weekend-long plot. And then underneath the storytellers, they also have people who are right. marshals who kind of enforce the rules. Um, or if you have questions, you can kind of tap them, and they'll tell you, oh, this is how that works, so this is what this yeah. does. Or if you're doing player-against-player player combat, those and marshals this, will make sure that everything's come up. fair. Yeah, awesome. and DR is one of the is a larger LARP. Uh, it's not as big as some of the ones in Europe where you can have a thousand players on a weekend, uh, but it's one of the bigger ones for the United States. Yeah, we I would say we regularly get Jesus somewhere Christ. between three and five hundred um, people out for a weekend. Talking about DMing, yeah. that'll come up again at the end wow. of the podcast. That it won't be on the podcast. All right, Mark, let's move on to the next question before it gets too late. Okay, I'm sorry. That was it was super interesting, interesting, but we need to <laughs> we need to move on. We'll sell you more on it later. <sighs> You were talking about No Man's Sky. That's kind of the new hotness, but um, yeah. we're we're kind of in the the summer lull. But we're about to break out into the fourth quarter, which is where a lot of the games are coming out for mm-hmm. the holiday season. What are you looking forward to playing? Um, like I, I know I've said a couple times, I'm looking forward to the re-release of Bioshock. Other than that, I have a really bad habit of not looking forward to games. Like I don't watch what's about to come out. I tend to watch other streamers and like I'll watch Rooster Teeth or I'll watch whoever's streaming online right now and I wait until they've had a couple days to review something and then once I've heard a little bit about it I'll tend to pick it up like a week after release. Um, I almost never pick something up pre-release or on release day. Um, It's usually a frustrating like over over, um, crowded server and you know they haven't fixed their bugs and I just want to hear other people's opinions so I tend to not look forward as much. Um, I know Paul it's follows the news a little policy. better than I do, though. I do. Uh, to be, yeah, I right now, like the big thing I had been looking forward to is No Man's Sky. Um, so I'm kind of deep into that, um, and I'm really enjoying Overwatch. Um, the only thing I really have on my radar that's coming out anytime soon, um, and this is even this, it doesn't even come out till after the holidays, is uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm, yes, that does look good. That one looks pretty um, good. Um, I'm really looking forward to that one. It looks amazing. Uh, you know, the artistic style is just super. I hope it has a good story. Um, but yeah, there's not a whole lot that that's really grabbing me lately. Uh, I'm just enjoying the relatively rapid updates on on Overwatch and uh, and yeah, plugging season away. Season two's about to start. So yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I've actually we've been thinking about getting into the competitive stuff. Nice. Yeah, we're still playing it fairly regularly. I know a lot of people have fallen off. Um, even some of ours are like, yeah, I'm kind of over it. Or one of ours is like, every time I play it, I just want it to be Team Fortress, you know? So he has a hard time really loving it. But we still, the two of us, at least play it fairly often. Um, yeah. It's got such a good variety of characters that whenever I we get playing for a while and I get comfortable with the character, I'm like, okay, who's annoying the crap out of me right now? Like, which character do I want to smack in the face? And then I immediately have to go learn how to play that character. That, um, I've been playing May lately because she was the bane of my existence love, for so long. I love May so much. Slow I'm that guy. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I picked up uh, Tracer recently, so I'm trying to get good with her. She's hard to get play right. She's hard to play. I'm I'm good with her on uh, PS4. I recently picked up the PC version, and I all right. In the sake of keeping the podcast version. short, so I can actually edit it later. Um, <laughs> the next question is going to be. Uh, 
right, so out of any universe, out of gaming, comics, uh, superhero, movie universe, whatever you want to come with, what is your favorite single character out of any universe? Both of you. You don't have to go simultaneously. Oh my gosh! Um, we do have to pick a single favorite. Character. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this back to the beginning. Roland from uh, the Dark Tower. Um, I like I started reading the Dark Tower books when I was the, a they kid. Are, they are like so when they first good. started Roland coming is out. Such a good. And they were, I mean, yeah. he's a good and, role and, model. Honestly, just yeah, he's a great role model, and and those books. Uh, because I literally grew up with those books, uh, you know, they were as a writer and an artist, they had a huge impact on on kind of my expression as uh, as those things. And and he's a great role model. He was so cool, even when they cut his fingers off. You know, like Dad like, I, like Did that was chick? one of the lessons that I learned, <laughs> huh? Yeah. <laughs> that was but that was one of the lessons that I learned uh from Roland as a kid is his fingers got cut off on his main gun hand. And so his response hand. to that was Yeah. Well I better so learn awesome. how to shoot with my other hand. That's a great attitude to you learn know? as a kid. No, no yeah, matter it, it what was, you know, like it's the same way with dogs. You know, if a dog loses a leg, yeah, they're just it's like, like saying, no matter, down to three. What, no matter um, what you know, bad has happened to you, you always have the upper hand somehow. Yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, Roland Deschain was is is probably one of the, awesome. the pinnacle characters in out of all. Uh, Two thumbs up media for me. For me. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I'm gonna pick something super obscure. It is a character yes. from a book, also. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the book is called "The Deed of Paxinarian. It is by Elizabeth Moon, who almost almost completely wrote sci-fi, but I guess one <laughs> time tried her hand at a fantasy book. Um, and I read it also as a fairly young kid, but it, it holds up as an adult. Uh, and it's about a kind of farm girl who ends up becoming a paladin and has no interest in being a paladin, doesn't believe in God, doesn't want to, you know, just that's just the person she is. And, and it tends to translate that way. Um, but it's just one of those, like, she's fighting against becoming this thing. She's like, that's not me. I'm just this farm kid, you know, like not, not interested. Um, but the way the world keeps kind of leaning her. Uh, lends to her becoming this kind of greater, bigger thing. And I found it really inspiring, especially back again in the late 80s, early 90s. It was hard to find a fantasy book with an actually inspiring female character who wasn't just a love interest. Um, So that book is... I only ever find it like in really obscure used bookstores. Um, They have it at the library, you know, but nowhere recent. Um, A lot of the more modern stuff you don't find it or if you do it's been split up into three separate books i think because it was huge stuff like that you're not wrong for sure and it was the first time i read a book where the main character was both a girl and like sometimes there was a girl main character but it was never like also this girl kicks ass like she'll pick up a broadsword and murder anybody who gets in her way and i was just like hell yeah i didn't realize that was an option (laughs) (laughs) all right uh i'll get the next question too and then you can get the last question how about that yeah it's the there's a last question. <laughs> I think I think we already answered the superpower one when we were at um, okay. RTX. All right, we'll skip that. We did that we round. Did we? I can't remember. You can ask the next question then. Um. So if you guys want, you can plug yourselves. But uh, hobbies and current projects. What do you guys got going on? Uh, you know, so you mentioned some of it we have YouTube already channel. covered. We we do have the YouTube channel. Um, that's kind of ongoing. We do upload twice a week to that. So you want to say where that is, that. and uh, um, I'll, I'll link. Yeah. yeah, plug it, plug away. Yeah, 
we uh, we upload every Tuesday and Friday. At least sometimes we have bonus content during the week when it's not slow at work. Uh, but that's at youtube.com slash we'll link that on the games, Twitter too. Word. So um, feel free. Yep. Cool. Yeah. So come check us out. Uh, if you like something, leave a like. If you want, subscribe. Yeah. If you want to see between, more. Between that and our uh, cosplay, that's kind of what we're up to right now. Our house is a yeah. disaster of computer parts and I crafting equipment. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, uh, I couldn't yeah, be happier with We're going to the container store there. tomorrow mm-hmm. because we've got stuff everywhere. <laughs> yeah. We're like, we're having people over. We better go spend too much money at the container store so we can hide all this crafting stuff for like five minutes. It's insane minutes. how expensive that is, but their stuff is so good. It's, it's so there's good. nothing comparable is the problem. If there's anywhere else it can go for the same stuff. But yeah, so mostly uh, crafting. We are doing some crafting for the LARP as well. Um, we've been away for a while because of just money and like jobs and time. Uh, so we're going back to that in September when it starts to cool off. And so we're working on costuming and armor oh, and stuff for awesome. that as well. I wish I had the time to nice. deal with that stuff. But I'm like, I'm like in school. I'm doing a job. I go to the gym. It's like I have. S- it's true. Yeah. There is a game in Arkansas, though, that's the same I, I, uh, brand as the game we play. So we'll link you the information. And okay. then if you take the All drugs, right. that's, that's on fine. you. That's fine with me. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll plug it for you. Are then. we ready to go to Articles Mog? And then after... Okay. I think All right. Uh, I didn't even link you guys this article, but this was brought up to me uh, earlier. I'm going to put this in my notes because this is very influential. Crystal Pepsi is fucking back, yo. <laughs> Everybody's important. so excited. And all I can think of is the like, well, didn't people drink the old Crystal Pepsi and just have like start throwing up? No, I, all Isn't I had a thing was the videos of people throwing up. I you obviously I have no idea how nostalgia works. I age, and I don't remember it, but <laughs> I have the videos of people throwing up, so it makes me want to try it. Yeah, like, I remember it when I was a kid. I remember going across the street from my school to where the convenience store was and buying the Crystal Pepsi and drinking it, even though it was terrible, no, because no. it was uh, like, thing, new and exciting. But then, recently, all I could think the of is thing I remember because everybody did those a kid videos. Is the Orbitz drinks with the little, like, fruit chunks. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the, with the, the gel floating balls. little gel no, balls no, in it. No, oh my god, I thought I made that shit up. <laughs> um, no, fucking Crystal yeah, Pepsi Orbitz, is that back, was a big deal. dudes. It was disgusting. See, my only Peppy. experience with Crystal Pepsi, wow, <laughs> Crystal Pepsi, is uh, I don't know if you guys know on uh, YouTube. There's a guy called La Beast, uh, and he drank a 20 year old bottle yeah, of per- Crystal Pepsi and ended up just yep. destroying yep. his insides. No. He was like also a... the same guy that ate a pound of the sugar-free uh, gummy bears. Oh yeah, yeah, that's not good for you. No, yeah. he, he's, <laughs> like that's his that. YouTube channel. Is him doing crazy that's stuff. That's his YouTube channel. Have you had Crystal Pepsi yet? If you can make it work, I have not had. I didn't have Crystal Pepsi when I was a kid because back then I was Garp, a Coke drinker, yeah. and that sounded like hell. Um, and okay. I haven't tried it recently either. People are all over our Facebook asking for it, though. Like, anytime somebody finds it, everybody's like, yeah. where was it? Where was it? And they're no, all, like, tried, running out to the store to get it. I We've tried been, to like, find looking it. looking for our friends it. because, you know, if other I people want to throw up, I don't want to stop right. them. We'll, you know? we'll move on. <laughs> we'll move on from the Crystal Pepsi. Uh, the next story that I have set up is from <laughs> Engadget.com. Adult Swim is publishing the new Toe Jam and Earl game, Back in the Groove. What? Oh my god, this is That's the, old school brought back. This is stuff. the Sega Genesis game that, that trailer. I it was played crazy. The fuck out of. No, yeah, it's, you're wrong. No, it's the yeah, Sega Genesis the game, game besides Sonic. Adult Swim is publishing yeah. the new one. Uh they're 
That's going to be awesome. So, I can't believe that. Adult Swim's Their publishing Kickstarter games. Was There's that. Uh, it's getting a new sequel after 25 years. Oh, yeah. let's all take a moment to realize how old we are for remembering but, the original. Uh, Human Nature Studios, <laughs> which is apparently the original developer, is sticking to what they worked with with the original game, and they are putting it in a new game. Yeah. Coming that to is, PC uh, and console that's in the way 2017. To do it. Yeah. Holy crap. I'm looking at no, like, it the does. It teaser. does. It looks, it looks exactly just like, like the, original the original game. game. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's. I'm, it's yeah. I'm very excited so about weird. this. This is like <laughs> the Sega Genesis game. Other than Bugsy Bobcat, this is the one I remember. Yeah. Again, I was Nintendo, so I I didn't really play Toe Jam and Earl, but uh, I had several friends who talked about they were, it. They were from Funky Town. And, uh, or and fun- I saw some. Funky Town the Planet, or whatever it was called. Yeah. All the cool people were. Funky, <laughs> I live near Funky Town. Easy. All right. <laughs> All right so I'll, uh, I'll get to our next story without wasting too much time our next story comes from uh the washington post imagine that uh apparently a a king, po- uh, king pong king penguin yeah kung pao a king penguin kung from the norwegian military <laughs> has pao. been promoted to the rank of brigadier general and is looking at his prospects to become an actual general in the norwegian military uh yeah um to be fair, uh, I mean, it was kind of expected. The penguin was literally this penguin is coming up through the ranks like <laughs> no one would ever suspect. And I have to go to the bathroom, so just do yeah. this. Yeah. How did he get knighted? Uh, the king knighted the king of, him. Yeah, the king of Norway. I mean, like, what was what was the leading up to that? Uh, like, I don't know. How did they Come on, he's a penguin? king penguin. That like that pretty much writes itself. <laughs> he's... <laughs> Um, I think the thing that people would find most surprising about this article is that just how many animals in various militaries across the world are, like, literally members of the military. Like, almost every country has some animal that has rank. Really? Yeah. Like, dogs, bears. Oh, I can't... Pete's from Canada. They have, like, a whole battalion of moose. (laughs) Yeah, that's how Mounties work. They're just the moose. Those things are huge. I believe that. Dude, if a moose was coming at me, I'd run. I've I've seen plenty of YouTube videos of those things running through snow like it was nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah you think that they're like, oh yeah, it's just like a deer, except then you see it's like three times the height of your car, and you're like, never mind. <laughs> yeah, and MythBusters did that episode where if you hit it, and what happens to your face? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not good for you. It's not a pleasant experience in any way. No, shape. no, no. Yeah, but almost every country has animals in their military at some rank, and. I found this, like, it's weird how superstitious people, countries are about their animals. Like, mm-hmm. um, when I went to Gibraltar a few years ago, somebody mentioned that, you know, on the top of Gibraltar, there's these monkeys. And I assumed they were, like, in cages or something. But it turns out they're just, like, running the top of the mountain. They just run all over. They'll leap onto your car as you're driving by. And they're protected by the British uh, Royal Guard Ooh. in Gibraltar. They, they have a whole battalion of Royal Guards there because there was once a rumor that if the monkeys on Gibraltar all left then it would fall back into Spanish hands. And so they literally have royal guards protecting these monkeys who just run all over the mountain. And I was just like, people are so weirdly superstitious about animals. It's very strange. No, well, you could have stopped at superstitious and... <laughs> yeah, true. about everything. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. All I know uh, is I was expecting cute little monkeys in vests and like a 90-pound ape like you, jumped you on my head. And it was not Aladdin? cute. It was just scary. Abu. <laughs> nice. Abu? This shit was huge. <laughs> that's crazy. Huh. 
Yeah, you mentioned Gibraltar, and my only experience with Gibraltar is Overwatch, unfortunately. <laughs> Same here. One of my yeah. least favorite places All to right. visit in Overwatch. Much nicer in person. All right, I like only when you're map. playing Mercy. <laughs> I just I hate that map as Mercy. Just as a quick aside, there's no it's way tough. to save your team on that map. It's you really can't tough. because they will go in 18 different directions, and there's so many right. cover points, and they're only taking cover from their healer. All right, here, yeah. here's so a bit of news that I was kind of excited for <laughs> right. because I am very PC centric. Uh, PlayStation now coming to PC, DualShock 4 USB oh, yeah. wireless adapter unveiled. Yeah. So. That's super exciting. PS4 now Took them to long PC. enough. Um, yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I, there was a while there where I was fighting uh, to get a, a DualShock 3 to work on a PC. And you have to download these, like, third-party hacks and stuff like that in order to get it to work. And I was like, why doesn't PlayStation just release the drivers just for this? took about a year and a half. You know? And, uh, like, that's the main thing I'm excited about. I love the, the DualShock 4. It's a great controller. It's nice and big for my big, meaty hands. <laughs> um, and then, plus, I get to play I, I, that's, games on my That's computer. the thing I'm most excited for, is that I get to yes. finally play the PlayStation games, because I'm mostly Xbox. So I get to finally go back and play those PlayStation games that I missed. Yeah. I will send you a list of games <laughs> you need to try. I feel like we are, like, I know that PlayStation is not even in the minority as far as, like, Tons of people have PlayStations, but as far as like people who game really regularly, I feel like we are heavily in the minority. Like we play mostly PS4, and almost every single time somebody's like, "Oh, I play this game. What do you play it on?" They're like Xbox. Yeah, I feel and like PC. Xbox. Like ninety nine point nine percent. Most people that are going to play it again play it on don't. Xbox. Most people that are going to play it like this time is PS4. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know if it was just like more casual people bought the PS4 because they recognize the Sony name. It's. I very no weird. Idea. Um, the next story, I'm, I'm trying to move through the stories right now. It's, the next story is going to be Pokemon Go loses its yeah. luster. It has shed more than 10 million users since. No, yeah, it had a hundred million, like million like 30 or 40 million. Yeah. yeah. So the numbers are still but pretty high. But still, so that's a tenth, a tenth of the players of your player base. Ship. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's pretty normal though. Like drop off for every game after two weeks to a month is like. That's how long people's attention span is these days. New games come out, yeah. people get distracted. You know, like we both have stopped playing it basically, and we were both yeah. playing it at first. So, you know, we're definitely in that ten percent. Yeah, they took a well. Like I stopped playing because they took away the the features that I liked. Mm-hmm. Like I liked the radar hunting and down the steps. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can't yeah. track them anymore. Yeah, so what's I'm the like, point? I can't hunt Pokemon. Yeah, I, just I, I have feel to like hang out and hope one shows up. I feel up. like this right. was more of an advertisement for the 3ds games and an actual game in itself. I feel like more people have bought 3DS games than actually yeah. played the game to be a game. Um, and uh, going yeah. from there, we'll go to this next story. Uh, bye, Mog. Bye. I'll be back. Bye. Love you. <laughs> bye. Never to be seen again. You got a drink. <laughs> All right. So uh, Microsoft says <laughs> Took off randomly. this will be the last console generation ending in Scorpio. Uh, they... And they plan on bringing up this Project Scorpio, and it's going to be, be you can change the parts on it. So then rather than uh, upgrading your console as a whole, you can upgrade a part. Yeah. So it's more like a PC at that it's point. Basically yeah, a it's basically a console PC. It's a modular. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a PC. It's a mini PC. 
So I was, aren't they already kind of doing they like are a cross-platform no, thing no, with they PC? Are or am I totally it's like they, misremembering that? It seems that. like they're kind of trying to get it to that point where it's just all on PC. Which, honestly... Yeah, at that yeah. point, I'm like, why would I buy the Scorpio? I'm honestly, just going to buy a really good PC so, and play all yeah, their games there at that. that point. If I could play any game from my PC, I would do that. Yeah, I... You know, if the Scorpio runs Steam games, I would totally be down for that. <laughs> you know, I... I like the reason I default to a console in a lot of games is because I didn't want to have to mess around with like oh okay every time it's, every third game that comes out I have to upgrade my graphics card every mm-hmm. you know third game that comes out I have to change this thing in my PC um, so I go to a, a um, PlayStation or Xbox because I don't have to upgrade it so you know I guess I just don't see the point in having both the PC and the upgradable yeah, you're not wrong. Xbox you at that point. I would just have one PC or the other. At that point. I think that's what they're moving towards is just people going to PC. And uh, Sony's not too far away yeah. from that either, honestly. They're moving towards that too. Mog, you want to... Yeah. Yeah. Do you have the next link? I, I, I got to ask you because the next link is Harry Potter related. <laughs> so I don't even know. Here. What? Hold on, let me get my Harry wand. Potter. Here, all right, all right. <laughs> Why would uh, I have, have that? The link? the Prime Minister Rio Olympics link. Then I'll her- handle the Harry Potter link when I get back. Yep. Oh, you have to you have to step away. Yeah, you might want to talk about all Harry right. Potter because I. All right, do the do the Prime Minister Rio Olympics. <laughs> I can tell you what to do. I'm the Who boss. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> Marketing guy. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll, yeah, ninjapancake.com. Japan's prime minister dresses as Super Mario for Olympics closing ceremony as preview for Tokyo 2020. So I guess uh, the Olympics are going to be in Tokyo for 2020, and we're already going to be, uh, people are already talking, I already know people are already talking about uh, Mario and Sonic do the Olympics. Yeah. Which I I think think it's only brilliant. Played one of those games. Are they any good? Do you You never played Mario? No, 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 Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. I've only played, like, oh, one no. of the. I haven't played it at all. Yeah, I never played that one. Okay. I, I'm hoping that, um, you know, since they've, you know, they did the, the licensing or whatever with Mario, mm-hmm. that that means that there'll be a new Olympics game from yeah. Nintendo. Right, That'd since they're clearly licensing one way, hopefully it'll go the other way as well. We'll get yeah, some right. new games out of it. I just think it was great that he was willing to kind of yeah. do that. I mean, in a country that the politicians are known for being a little bit conservative. Formal. Yes. Yeah, informal. It was awesome that he was willing to just be like, all right, my country's known for this thing. Like, let's just go with it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that was the right call for him. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was still Yeah, I think suit. it was a great, it was also a great, <laughs> yeah. It was also a great way for them to say that, you know, the Olympics in Japan, as formal as we are about so many things, um, it's still going to be fun. Like we also understand yes. our Kawaii side, and <laughs> um, and that that it is going to be a celebration of of you know human athleticism and and so on and so forth, right. and you know, um, and we're gonna we're gonna have a good time. It's gonna be a big party, and everybody's gonna play video games and do sporty stuff, <laughs> and, right. and sports, whatever that and sports, includes. whatever that is. <laughs> well, one thing I've noticed, um, and kind of in the back of my mind, been monitoring as I grow up, the average age of the the gamer is getting older and older mm-hmm. and we're going to hit a certain point where it's not going to get any older, but there's going to be a point where gaming is just as accepted as everything else. And yeah. To, and this is a prime example of that. Yeah. I, that, I mean, here's like the pinnacle kind of cultural event uh, for our planet 
Yeah. Um, and uh, and one of the major features of it was a video game. A video game. Like, exactly. You know, we're it's become acceptable. I mean, it's not only become acceptable to be a nerd; it's become cool to be a nerd already. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just think that's because so many of us kind of identify that way, and now we're the ones running things with all right. the money and all the disposable income, and we're the ones making the games. And, yeah. You know, it's like, that's our world now. It's really yeah, strange right. that we've gotten there because it didn't ever seem like we would. Yeah. Yeah. Fully agree. When, back when we were getting shoved in lockers, it probably never I, seemed I, like I we would too, rule the world, but... I, yeah. I was too big to be <laughs> shoved saying, into Not a that locker, I know what that's but, like. Um, <laughs> I had that problem, too. Or All right. So um, <laughs> our next story is from Pottermore. Uh, Pottermore. Uh, J.K. Rowling has released three new short stories to come out on Pottermore for... Uh, the yeah. release of the cursed child um it's uh one of them is hogwarts an incomplete and unreliable guide one of them is short stories from hogwarts of power politics and pesky <laughs> poltergeists and the other one is short stories from hogwarts of heroism hardship and dangerous hobbies i i love the harry potter universe. that's exciting i mean I haven't read these yeah, new these short two, stories, but I'm very excited um, to actually read them. It's something new from the Harry Potter universe. Yeah, I also really enjoy actually reading short stories. I it's they're hard to write. It's hard to write a short story with the same sort of impact as you could write a full novel, because you have yeah. to make the same sort of connections in way less words. Um, and as a writer, that's really difficult to do. And so I'm really looking forward to seeing what she does with it. And yeah. and I'm just excited to fill in some of the gaps in the universe as well, because I, I love the Harry Potter world. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, looking forward to the, the, the new movie that's and, coming uh, out. Newt Scamander in New York. It's going to be in the yeah. U.S. It's going to yeah. be good. It's going to be so good. Yeah, I you know, that's that's an exciting thing, uh, just to, to get some lore about what the wizarding world is like for well, the, the States. The gr- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Do, did with you uh, me, did you I'm check and see Puck which house you are with with the U.S.? Uh, you did too. Yeah, I am too, Gryffindor in the U.K. house <laughs> and Pukwudgie in the American house. That uh, the Pukwudgie sounds really familiar. To I think me, you that. might be the exact same as Paul. Yeah, because I'm um, also Gryffindor. I, I didn't do the American houses, I'm but Gryffindor. I'm definitely a Hufflepuff. Definitely Gryffindor. <laughs> so so you know. Gryffindor. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we really want to get out to the the Harry Potter world at some point because it looks yeah. like an awesome experience. Right. It's just a matter of getting the time off work. Mark, to did do you that. cover the Olympics Be thing? Grown ups who run around with wands. Okay. All right, the mm-hmm. next story I have yes. written yes, down do. is for uh, the Olympics. Well, no, this isn't the Olympics yet, quite yet. Uh, nope. This we is for uh, apparently the that. creators of South Park have created a nauseulist rift to go with your. Yeah, it is Smell-O-Vision to go with your Oculus Smell-O-Vision. Rift, uh, to go with their South Park game, The Fractured Butthole. Can I just say that the best thing about this whole thing yeah. is this article written on, uh, what is this, IGN? Like, it's probably better than the game itself. I highly recommend the article, because the guy is hysterical. But also, the nauseous wrist oh sounds, like, sounds like Oh my god, it like the worst. Especially if you're I wearing would never the Oculus do that. at the same time, just doing them both. Just like all you can see is Cartman just like taking a toot in your nose and then you smell it immediately after. Yeah. I think the worst part was that yeah. he described it not as just like an aroma like drifting over to you, but it was more like having one of those um pressurized air canisters blown up your nose with fart smell. <laughs> yeah. Like I you can't pay me. There's not enough money in the world that would make me want to wake up the next morning still tasting fart smell. I'm good. I don't need smell o vision. 
I'd be interested if they actually started introducing that. Like, if they could actually do something with that, with games and VR, that would be fantastic. That would be very, very immersive. That would be very immersive. I feel like if they were going to do it well, they'd have to do it more like, um, you know, with VR, you have, like, the towers in the corners of your room. Mm -hmm. I feel like it would be better if those could emit a smell rather than something that was directly strapped to my face. I'll agree to that. (laughs) Right? I don't want it in my sinus cavity. (laughs) <laughs> Clearly, right, I have strong I'm feelings about smells. The... <laughs> Which makes me wonder why she's with me. Now, but... <laughs> um, the next article is from the New Yorker.com. Uh, Republicans uh, are pulling money from their Trump ads to spend it on alcohol for their alcohol ads. <laughs> no, no, it's from the New Yorker. I had to they're, check that uh, twice to take... make sure it wasn't an onion article. It is, yeah. You're not wrong. I mean, it is written by a comedian. They're they're taking their money from their (laughs) Trump ads, and they're taking it to buy alcohol for Republicans that are going to vote for Trump. I mean, can we just agree that at some point he's just like waiting to see what he has to do before we all just murder him? Like he's he's really just like seeing how far he can push this envelope, right? Like he's like, next I'm going to say that I'm going to like round up everybody's dogs and kill them and we'll see what happens well, uh, then you know like he just as, is trying to get one up himself every time himself to see when marketing? we'll cut him off he's got a damn good marketing team trying to offer alcohol to his people <laughs> yeah we're, we're not gonna it's we're not plan. gonna advertise you people you love guys. alcohol yeah here's, here's a shot of cognac <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're you not, just do what you think yeah. is best. Here's some things. No, Have no, a no. We're gonna. We're not gonna. We're this done. This won't impair your decision making skills Here's at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've said all we need to say. No, That's I a don't, gift. Not. I, I don't feel like any of the presidential <laughs> candidates are worthy of a presidential no- nomination, but. No, it'd be cool if we just scrapped everyone and started over. Yeah, let's start. Like, you're everybody in. who's on the ballot now, you you're go. out. Starting from scratch. Let's <laughs> yeah. go from there. Fucking reshuffle. Uh, Tim Horton. Yeah, you're up. <laughs> yeah. It was my Canadian <laughs> showing there. <laughs> uh, Tim. Tim he's, Horton. He's, second. I mean, he's dead. <laughs> but okay, he'd probably still do a better job than some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Canadians are up there collectively rolling their eyes because right now they've uh, elected somebody who's like. He looks like a soap opera star. He goes to gay pride parades and like waves to the crowds and like he basically is like the beloved star child of of everyone. He I swear to god, look up his pictures sometime. All of my Canadian friends refer to him as Prime Minister Dreamboat. So, there's that. S- They're like, "What are you guys doing with your politics? Cuz this is what we've got going on." Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Pull up a link to Justin Trudeau. Uh, now you're good. You're good. All right, I'm going to move along Sorry, to I'm gonna the make Paul Miami now. New Times. <laughs> Apparently, there is a new alcohol delivery app that is called Clink, and if you're in Miami, you can have alcohol delivered to you by boat. A boat will pull up to you on the beach and deliver your Corona because you're you're drinking you're drinking Corona and you're an idiot because Corona is terrible beer. You should you should, <laughs> right. you should drink the a better beer. They also bring you I feel bad for you. They know they're a terrible beer. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have beer they, by drone. Why? Why is it by boat? Is it a specific area? There's an del- offshore like they're delivered container, at basically, or like a Archibald Park container boat in Madeira, and uh, the sea dews come out and deliver it. Miles from Miami. Sorry, Miami. See, you say. You say offshore container, and now I have an idea of an offshore container bar. Like one of those swim-up bars, but in the yeah. ocean. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. 
I think that like a boat delivery of alcohol, it's just like the next reasonable step because everything else you can get delivered. Like even back in the day when I was uh, in my early 20s in Philly, you could at three in the morning call and have fresh baked cookies delivered to your door. Like, I, I just feel like at this point we're expecting, this is this is where we've reached in our food delivery. I want alcohol brought to me on the beach, and a waiter's not good enough. I don't want to go to a resort. I want it to come by sea doo Yeah. So there's a place in Austin called Tiff's Treats, and they recently moved up to DFW, and it is a cookie delivery system, and it is amazing. Will they bring you milk with your cookies? You can order milk and drinks. I don't think they serve alcohol, but they do bring you drinks that they have. A little overpriced, what, but if still. Between Instacart and Amazon Prime, um, Prime Now, and all these other delivery right. services, if they started offering delivery alcohol, all right. All right. I don't so think so I would ever leave podcast the house. Then. We're going <laughs> to finish up with our... Uh, I I, you I, I can tell, tell you what to what do to because do. I'm leaving the podcast. <laughs> We're going to talk about 30 hours. <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh, He's like, two reels not invited back. They never shut up. <laughs> yeah. No, it, no, you should see it when I host the podcast. He was in charge of the podcast and ended up being three and a half hours, and I had to edit it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's always episodes. the editor who feels bad about that. The guy recording it's fine. I, 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 yeah, I, I did the editing the last time in there? my defense, and we split it up into two yeah. episodes. <laughs> All right, so yeah, uh, our next that. story comes from Thrillist.com. Uh, scientists <laughs> yeah. recommend that we uh, water down our beer because we will drink less for some reason. No. Um, Oklahoma does that already. I will, I will I not drink less. I exactly, will just pee more. Exactly. I was going to say, you'll just drink twice as much mixer exactly. and your obesity no, problem will skyrocket. This is, <laughs> this is already proven inside the states because normal beer is 5%. They're, they're, Oklahoma they're has 3% saying if we beer. water down Unless you buy it from like a liquor store we'll or some roundabout And it, that's not even the case. We'll, we'll drink more if we water it down. That's yeah. To make up for the alcohol content. <laughs> no, you that drink less. I think that's what they've got wrong. I don't yeah. drink by volume. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're not like, well, I had my no, one beer. It's stupid. You're like, I don't this feel drunk. I can have three article, more. <laughs> that's why I covered this. They're missing like, out. This is dumb. Let's talk about it. Uh, yeah. Right, so that Will Fulton, does not drink. we're out for you. No. I'm no. putting that out there. We'll we'll drink less if you increase the amount of alcohol. We will. <laughs> yeah, because we'll be unconscious. Destroy you when we are sober. Um, we will end you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. get to it. Some, some, some hash... After a greasy Some hash browns and biscuits and gravy. We're going to recover after <laughs> That's last night. perfect time to end somebody. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, Post bacon. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me check the Skype call see what time we're at. Uh, I got an hour and 37 minutes. Um, I got an hour and 20 on my head. I guess we can uh, go to the lightning minutes. round. Usually do an hour and a half. All right. You want to start? I'll get the, I'll get the last question. Yeah. All right. So, no, I'll, I'll explain yeah. it. Then you can go. All right. So, All right. so Kate, Paul. We're going to ask you some questions, <laughs> and these questions, yeah. we need you to come up with the first answer you think of. One answer from one answer from each of you. Okay. You don't care. Okay. I, I give care you all the choices. The order you go don't in, worry. just one answer from each. Unless as soon you're feeling as we creative. get that answer, we're going to move on to the next question, and that's how we're going to go. And cool. Possibly. Okay. Super listen to the podcast. You may go. have heard this before. Yes. Yeah. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Star Wars. Ooh. Beer, wine, or liquor? Wine. Beer. Boxers oh! or briefs? <laughs> it's always the answer. Boxer Boxer briefs. Briefs. <laughs> <laughs> answer. Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Yes, and? <laughs> Creamy or crunchy? <laughs> Creamy. Gross. 
<laughs> Digital or analog? Analog. Digital. Bells or whistles? Bells. Bells. Guacamole or queso? Guacamole. Queso. <laughs> you so you guys get both Texas. at the restaurant. All right. Pick a number between one and ten. Six. Four. Ooh. Beach or mountain? Beach. Beach. <laughs> Cake or pie? Cake. Cake. <laughs> Buttons or touchscreens? Touchscreen. Touchscreen. Lace or leather? Leather. Nice. Uh, where would you put a third nipple? <laughs> forehead. <laughs> on Paul's forehead. It's yes. never the forehead. same. Apparently on your forehead. I'll, it has I'll vote never for that been too. The same. Uh, it's always different. It's never the same. It's always different. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. Night owl. Favorite ninja turtle? April. Donatello. <laughs> See, I like that. You're thinking outside the box. It's good. Yeah. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Pancakes. Mm, we can't be first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Coming or- I mean, maker. a waffle is just a plaid pancake. It's basically the same. Uh, we can have a long argument about this. Uh, <laughs> coming or going? Coming. Coming. Uh, is your hot pocket ice or is it lava? Always lava. It's lava in the middle. Or mm. it's lava on the outside. Yep. It's ice in the middle. Warthog or puma? Warthog. Puma. Uh, Puma, come at me with your made-up animals. <laughs> Chupa thingy. Chicken, beef, or fish? Beef. Beef. We live in Texas. This is Texas, yeah. <laughs> this, this, this one might about? get awkward. Uh, up tuck or down tuck? Even the females. Even the, the females don't everybody like, this, realize so. the question. Equal opportunity. They, they kind of answer it. Yeah. Guys know. Guys I know. understand the question, but I really feel like <laughs> that's a... Depends on the guy and the makeup of the guy. Ooh, so I feel like that's the first down. I'm gonna tuck. just go with down tuck. <laughs> Did Remy send down tuck? Okay. Uh, I think huh. Remy said down tuck. Uh, pants or tacos? Pants, pants or tacos? You can wear pants. What's the first, first, first one? Tacos. Pants. Yeah, yeah. Pants. Yeah, exactly. Tacos. I mean, the with pants. Who wants pants when you have tacos? I'm not wearing pants right now. <laughs> To, it's to true. take the a tangent, hard shell and then or soft? I, uh, soft. Okay. Soft. That's, that's correct. Uh, no, 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 no. I got one more. Dance to remember or dance to forget? I, then I always get remember. the last question. Yeah, remember. We're going to go with biceps or hamstring. Ha <laughs> ha! Biceps. <laughs> no, I was going with the last question. Did I miss Good that? I've never heard that question right. before. <laughs> and... I feel like we got a, a solid number of those at the exact yeah, same did, moment. You yeah. did. Yeah, no, you guys uh, extremely well for a duo doing on the same mic, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, oh. nobody got punched. Right. Yeah. Nobody's missing yeah. any teeth. That's All right, I, I also need to... There's uh, no blood. It's the best thing I've ever <laughs> I need to add you to the... There were no tears. Uh, no, but we could uh, be. No, it, it's a cluster. Since you asked nicely. It's entertaining enough. Uh, oh, okay. Are we gonna do? Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll edit it in here. Contacts, um, or are you we'll gonna do that separate afterwards? Because I don't do that anymore. And one, two, three, go. This is Gravemind with uh, Gravemind with a Y on Twitter and the GNA podcast on Twitter. We are joined by Mog, who is hello uh, at. And we are also Mog, joined by our special guests, who are. We are Two Real Games, and we're at Two Real Games on Twitter. And www.youtube.com slash two real and same on Instagram yeah basically anything except MySpace but um yeah I'll add you to the DNA chat and basically once you guys have been on the actual podcast 
anytime you guys want to be on the podcast, anytime, whatever, you guys are welcome to be on. And uh, yeah, we just drink every weekend. Oh, awesome. It's been a lot of fun. Podcast. It's kind of what we do. Yeah. Seems terrible. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you put up with it. It's a terrible time. I guess, yeah, <laughs> somebody's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> My only complaint is when we're in here with podcasting is we have all our fans off, which makes it super hot in our apartment. Yeah. <laughs> so many computers and PlayStations running. Oh.